In episode number two of the PEMSO Effect, we talked about understanding and reflecting on your current PEMSO reality. In this episode, we are going to continue the process as we dive into developing a system to help you make changes to put you on a path that will lead to a better PEMSO future for yourself starting today. Welcome to the PEMSO Effect podcast. Host Steve Schrout provides tips for anyone challenged with living a balanced lifestyle in today's world. He created the PEMSO Effect concept while working as a senior media executive to help him overcome his challenges with balancing career, family, and his personal life. On each episode, Steve will share from his personal journey and interview leading experts about their research and their life experiences. He will present concepts and strategies to help you discover your best self, enhance your performance, and develop your personal brand. Here's Steve with today's edition of The PEMSO Effect. If this is the first time you're joining us for the podcast, I want to say welcome to you. I also want to let you know that the word PEMSO that we talk about is actually an acronym that's there to help remind us of what parts of our personal and professional lives need our development and attention. So when we talk about developing your PEMSO, we are talking about developing yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and occupationally. Before we get started, I've created a development plan worksheet and have included the link in the notes of this podcast. You can use the worksheet to help you draft your plan as you strive to develop each area of your PEMSO. Okay, here we go. Let's get into today's topic. There are a lot of great thoughts and instructions available that teaches us how to take an idea from being in our head and then making it reality. Some of the ideas are things like mental visualization, creating goal pictures and posting them somewhere prominent, the laws of attraction. I could go on, but I think you get the point. Their purpose is to help drive our challenges, goals, dreams, and desires from concept into reality. Today, I want to take some time to break the process down into simpler terms and understand the steps that move us along to experience real growth. The process really isn't very complicated at all. To make it even easier to follow, I've outlined five steps that we tend to go through as we work through the development process. The steps look like this. First, we start with establishing our desires and dreams. Once we've done that, that leads us to number two, which is making a decision. For decisions to take on life, we support them with number three, which is create disciplines. And once we've created disciplines, that then puts us on a path towards number four, which is a path of positive direction. And continuing on that path of progress, our direction will get us to the fifth and final step, which is experiencing development. Again, quickly, the steps are establish your desire or dream, make a decision of what to do, apply disciplines move in a positive direction, and realize or experience development. Now let's go through each step to help you understand each one more deeply. To define your desires or dreams, you need to assess and accept your current reality and then see yourself living a better and more positive future. Your desires can be anything that moves you in a positive direction for your own personal or professional growth. And part of the process is to consider what positive results you would experience if you were to achieve that desire or dream. Some of the popular programs out there suggest your desire or goals need to be smart or big, hairy, and audacious. I prefer to take a simpler approach of identifying dreams and desires by simply understanding what level of change is required in the short term versus the long term. 
If your current reality is in crisis, then you likely need to make significant changes quickly or for the short term. For example, if your doctor says you need to change your lifestyle habits immediately, then you probably need to quickly devise a goal that supports that idea, whether it's to drop 10 pounds by next month or lower your cholesterol or even improve your A1C score or anything else that he or she may suggest. To give a professional example, if your revenue or cash flow is declining and you're now on the wrong side of your covenants with the bank, then something needs to happen quickly to recover. If the required change is both urgent and important, then it needs your full attention and you need to show results quickly. If the change is important but not necessarily urgent, then your plan can be for a longer term and reflect that as you develop the plan for achievement. Saying it another way, the perceived urgency of the change will help determine the timeline and intensity level you need to apply to make that change which in turn will help guide you in the process of developing an appropriate plan. Okay, let's get practical with that approach. Think about one dream or desire that you currently have. What is it that you wish to achieve or where do you hope to be in the near or distant future? What results would you experience or how would you feel if you achieved that dream? Think of just one thing for now and continue to use that same goal as we work through the development plan process. If you need to pause the playback here in order to think of something, do so and continue when you're ready. Once your desire has been identified, then it's time to pull back into reality and assess the gap between today and what it could look like in the future. What decisions need to be made to help you get on the right path towards achieving your dream? This part of the development process is where you review your options. I like to call this the what if part of the decision step. What if you were to do this? Or what if you did that? What if you didn't? Allowing yourself time to explore all options, whether they are risky or safe, is the intention. My encouragement for you would be to come up with no less than 10 options to consider. This will help you get some crazy and maybe even risky thoughts onto the table. Limiting yourself to considering just two or three options will usually result in staying in the reserved or safe zone which will then cause you to experience slower and less exponential growth. Sometimes, allowing yourself to consider some of the more abstract options might lead you to a great new thought or discovery. Speaking professionally for a moment, when we are in need of innovating our business, we may find that considering 10 options still isn't enough. Exhausting all options will help you find new and creative ideas. On another note, and possibly a topic for another podcast, I actually find the process of mind mapping to be valuable to me when I list and explore many options. If you're curious, just Google mind mapping techniques to discover more information on that topic. Okay, once you've landed on many possible options, then it's time to pick one or two that you believe have the highest chance of sustainability and success. Developing a plan that isn't sustainable because it requires too many resources, costs more than you can commit to, or is just too large or drastic of a change will lead you to feeling frustrated and defeated and will likely result in you abandoning your dream. These are some of the reasons why many people fail in keeping their New Year's resolutions every year. The cost is simply too high or the level of change is too drastic. Now, thinking of that one particular goal you have right now, what options do you have? Have you forced yourself to consider more than just a few? 
Which one or two options do you want to pursue? Feel free to pause this playback if you would like to take some time to think about more options. Okay, now that you've made a decision about which option you'd like to pursue, it's time to think about the disciplines required to keep you on track and moving forward and stop you from retreating into old habits. When we talk about creating great disciplines, there are three areas that we want to include. Disciplines in ourselves, disciplines in our systems, and disciplines in our support. The discipline in yourself can be discovered by asking the question, what am I prepared to do to make this happen? It's looking internally to find ways that you can commit to initiating the process and make the changes. Creating disciplines in your systems asks the question, what around me needs to change to help me move towards my dream? It's an external review of your surroundings to help you determine how to change them to help you keep on track. It might mean changing your weekly grocery shopping list to help you eat better or changing your calendar to include more time for an appropriate level of self-care or maybe even changing some of your friends to help remove toxic influences. Professionally, it may mean scheduling a recurring conversation with your boss or your staff to help increase communication and develop a stronger relationship with them or disciplines to teach yourself a new program, or even how to use technology that's going to help you save time and effort during your day, you get the idea. Creating disciplines and support is the process of allowing or encouraging yourself to be accountable to someone as you work towards achieving your desire or dream. It's important that the support person you enlist has a logical connection to helping you on your journey. If your goal is personal in nature, then it makes sense to share it with a family member or friend. And if it's professional in nature, then find somebody at work or connected in your industry to help you. The idea is to find someone who will commit to check in with you and be a support to you as you develop and grow in the areas you've selected. This part of the discipline process is likely the one that's going to require some courage from you. I think most people are conditioned to be more private about their growth plans. It's in the act of sharing of our dreams and desires that we'd start to give them life and move them toward reality. Decisions without discipline leaves our desires and dreams in the fantasy stage. Okay, going back to that one desire or dream that you have, what discipline of self, systems, or support could you put in place to help you? Pause the playback if you need time to think through this more deeply. Now that you've stated the desire, made the decisions, and have created some necessary disciplines, you will start to move in a positive direction toward your goal. Much like any journey, it's important that you review the markers or milestones along the way to make sure you're progressing in the right direction. In order for you to know this, ask yourself, what will be the critical markers or milestones I can expect to see along the way? Okay, talking in the PEMSO sense. If your personal dream is to learn a new language to help stimulate your mental growth, then a direction marker might be to be able to have a short and simple phrase conversation with another person who is fluent in that language by the end of your first month of learning. Another marker might be that after six months of learning, you will join a club where many people who speak that language also attend. Or thinking professionally, if your desire is to find and hire a corporate leadership coach for your team within the next 60 days, then your marker might be to have at least three shortlisted candidates within the next two weeks. Putting deadlines around smaller steps will serve as important achievement markers to help keep you on track and moving in the right direction. Missing the markers will also help you know when to course correct. For example, 
When you're on a road trip and you're thinking, we should have passed that landmark by now, but haven't, it's a clue that you may need to course correct. Another process you may wish to utilize is the activity of journaling. Reflecting on and journaling your progress on a frequent basis will help keep the topic top of mind for you. This is a beneficial practice because you will be able to review the progress you've made and use it as a way of encouraging and motivating you to continue on your journey. I will cover the topic of pencil journaling in the next episode of the podcast. Stay tuned. Again, thinking about that one desire you've selected, what markers or milestones would you expect to see during the process of moving your desire to reality? Think of a couple of them right now. Pause the playback and continue when you're ready. The last step in the process is development. It's important to understand that your development is not just received when your dream becomes reality. The destination is indeed the final marker on your journey, but real development occurs all along the way. We learn many things in the process of achieving our desires and goals. We learn more about ourselves, our priorities, our distractions, our weaknesses, our unique talents and strengths, our business, and so on. We also learn about the people who've helped us along the way. Too many times, people see the benefit of achieving desires and dreams as an all-or-nothing engagement. They think that achieving their goal is success and missing it is failure. They don't realize that learning and developing on the journey is where the real benefit lies. Closing the gap from your current reality as you move towards your desire is still an achievement to be recognized and valued. Of course, reaching the goal is the intent of the process. However, the development and learning that comes from the journey is what will propel us to even higher future opportunities and goals. But before we get ahead of ourselves, I want to suggest that a critical part of your development needs to include a time of reflection. Once you've reached your dream and it's now become reality, it would be valuable to take a moment and reflect on what your reality was when you started the process and allow yourself to feel a sense of accomplishment for what you've achieved. Reflect on the challenges you had along the way. Think about who was influential to you in helping you grow. Plan a time to consider how this development has changed you. Once the process is complete, then start over by planning new desires and beginning the process again. Life is about progress. It's about moving in a direction that allows us to realize our purpose, live in peace, and be productive. Remember, you can use this process both personally and professionally. Use it to set your PEMSO goals. Use it for yourself or with your team to help you plan and stay on track to reaching your work objectives. If you have any questions about today's topic or want to comment on the content, then go to the podcast page at steveshrout.com and scroll down to the Let Us Know section. And remember, take better care of yourself so you can take better care of those around you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Penso Effect. If you enjoyed this content, please share it with friends. Stay connected by subscribing to receive notifications about future episodes. For more about Steve, go to steveshrout.com. Until next time, develop your PEMSO and discover your best self.